what's going on everybody welcome to the dw experience we are about to get started in five four three two and one let's go there we go <laughs> experience we are on episode 12 and we are just getting better and better listen before i get started i just want to say i know the numbers are going down and here in las vegas pool season is is opening up but listen coronavirus is still real so do me a favor and make sure you you mask up uh wash your hands and just um you know keep being careful out there all right because i love y'all and want to see you in the world opens back up. If you haven't already, make sure you follow on Instagram, on YouTube, on Facebook at the DW Experience. And it doesn't cost anything to just click like and share. So you can like on the YouTube, build those numbers up, go to my Facebook, the DW Experience. And how y'all doing? How's everybody doing out there? I hope everybody's having a great week. All right. Now let's get into the show. Uh, my guest tonight, I'm really excited. She has been singing since the age of seven. Um, her music recording career began in 99, and her first studio album, Love Letters, was released in June of 2001 uh, from EMI Gospel, y'all. Um, nominated for Urban Album of the Year, 2002 uh, Gospel Music Award, Dove Awards, and Best Gospel Album, and winning Traditional Gospel Song of the Year at the Covenant Awards 2006. She is a Triple Crown winner of the Canadian Glass Awards. I'm going to play a video, and after this video, y'all, welcome to the stage the talented and the beautiful Londa Larman. I just want to play this really quick. Welcome, welcome. How are you? I am good. 
Yes. Excited and nervous. <laughs> this is exciting. Um, the people are tuning in. Listen, for those who don't know out there, who is Londa Larman? Right. Who is Londa Larman? Londa Larman was born in Toronto, Canada. I am a Canadian citizen. I am a mother of two. I am a gospel artist. I am a worship leader. I am a friend to uh, many, confidant to many. I am a sister. Uh, I'm a godmother of many, and I'm someone that just loves the Lord. I understand my calling. I understand my assignment, and my job is to do my best as possible to fulfill that. That is, that is so beautiful. And I can, you have a beautiful spirit, let me just say. And you are beautiful also. Um, a, <laughs> a friend of mine messaged me earlier and she wrote, um, I realized that Londa's Love Letter album was my joint. Not just the songs Once and Ascension, but the entire album. How does that make you feel to know that your music is still touching people even 2021? Lord have mercy. I'm telling you, I am, I'm blown away every time somebody tells me that. Um, you know, I really give EMI credit. I'm really grateful to God for EMI, formerly known as EMI. They're now Motown record, Motown gospel rather. Okay. And, um, I really give God thanks for them. Uh, regardless of the fact that I'm no longer with them, they did a fantastic job introducing me to uh, the world, especially the American market. I'm really grateful. Um, many have not had that opportunity and uh, that exposure, and many wish they could have that opportunity and exposure. And the fact that how many years later, like, a decade later, the songs are still ministering to people. I mean, to God be the glory. I'm just humbled by it. I I, I still get messages from people all the time on social media, uh, similar to what you just read, where they say the same thing. And I, I, I just give God thanks. I mean, uh, what else can I say except to God be the glory? I love that. This is why we do what we do is so that people are ministered to, people are are blessed, people are encouraged, people are healed, people are delivered. They're, they feel that they can go through whatever situation it is that they're going through. And so to know that even now the songs are still relevant to them and they still are blessed by it, I, I mean... What, what can I say, sir? What can I yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to start right there. Since you brought it up, EMI, mm -hmm. now known as Motown Gospel, yeah. introduced you to the world and yeah. in particular into the state's music yeah. market. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, you know, and a lot of people know I'm Canadian also. Yeah. Um, we know about the big stars, Celine Dion. We know Drake. We, we know The Weeknd. Um, is there a difference between like the Canadian gospel and an American gospel? And and I know there's, I can imagine, I, I don't know for sure, but I believe there's many Canadian gospel artists who, who we have not heard of. Um, why, 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 is, why is that? Oh Lord, oh, oh. inquiring my <laughs> inquiring minds want to know, why is that? And you know, if I can be honest, um, I know that some of us are a little 
just annoyed with that. Like, we don't know what to do. And as you mentioned, all of those big artists, um, for the most part, in order for them to be recognized the way that they are now, it's like they had to move. Mm -hmm. And it's such a shame. Like, we don't have the industry here that um, the States has where we can get that exposure and be recognized. Um, and I'm sure it's not only when it comes to Canada. I mean, there's countries all over the world where there's so many talented people, but unless you're American, ain't nobody gonna know who you are. And that's such a shame, um, especially when it comes to, if I can speak to Toronto where I'm at, so many talented people. Oh my God, I wish I could get them on your show because they would just love to be on your show and um, get some exposure and for you to ask them questions and to hear their music, you would be amazed as to the amount of talented gospel artists that we have here. And they just want a chance. They just want the opportunity. You know what, let's make that happen. Absolutely. We're gonna make that happen, absolutely. Yeah. So, and, and it's so interesting as we move forward because a lot of people in, in America, as Canadians refer to the States, they have this perception as of Canada as igloos. You guys speak English, you know, they don't believe, like there's black churches and, and y'all church in, in Canada. And a lot of people don't realize that. Why is there that, that perception of Canada? Why do people think that? Because we are so diverse, which is actually a beautiful thing, I would think. Um, they, we are very diverse. Um, our music is very diverse. Uh, our culture is very diverse. And even when I was signed to EMI with the interviews, the same thing that you're saying, I got asked, you know, I, or told rather, I didn't know that there was black people in Canada and I didn't know y'all could sing. And do y'all live in Eagles? And I was like, are you kidding me? Are you serious? Yes, we. there's black people there. Cause a lot of us actually, um, the majority of the black people, let me just speak to Toronto, um, we're coming from West Indian descent. Yeah. Um, although a lot of um, other cultures are coming now as well, like Africans and so on are filling up the space. Um, but we're all coming from African descent and uh, Jamaican descent rather, or Trinidadian descent, same visit, West Indian, Caribbean. And uh, we all can sing. And let's not talk about reggae and soca or whatever. I mean, you don't want to hear about, you know, Carabana. I mean, Carabana lives in Toronto. You know what I'm saying? I don't go. But for those that do, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're all about that. So we're, we're a musically diverse people. And I don't know why it is that people don't think that we're here. But we are here. We're alive and well. Our churches are on fire, just like y'all. Okay, a lot of our church, we shout just like y'all. Um, sometimes our shout may be in a different way, but we praise God hard just like y'all. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for those out there who are listening, Caravan, I went one time as a kid. 
Don't yeah. ask me why, but it was fun. Um, but but Caravana, Caravana is is like the uh, uh, of everybody from West Indian descent, like how you see Mardi Gras or yeah. you see Jamaica. They they wear the costumes, and it's just yeah. a beautiful celebration of culture. Right. Um. So I want to go into how you got into music. You mm-hmm. you do come you come from a musical background. Your your family, your your parents are in ministry. Yeah. You have brothers in in ministry yeah. also, and you've been singing since the age of seven. When did it go from a hobby to this is what I want to do professionally? Right. So let's go through the process. So um, the age of seven, I start singing in church. Then I joined a well-known choir called the Youth Outreach Mass Choir. I couldn't have been more when I started around 11, 12 and stayed there for a while. Um, moved on to my own girls singing group, Gospel Soul Sisters. And that was really when I said, you know what, this is what I want to do. I don't know how uh, and where it's going to take me, but that's when we really started ministering uh, locally around the city. And then from there, I went to Sharon Riley and Faith Corral, which is a Juno award-winning choir. Um, they won their Juno um, while I was in it. And I, I credit Sharon Riley and Faith Corral too, an excellent choir. They taught me a lot. They developed me vocally and even with my presentation. And it was while I was in the choir that I got the deal. So they were signed to EMI first. Okay. And while I was in the choir, Ken Pennell, who was uh, the boss man at the time, he came and asked me, you know, do you want to do solo? Because I did... Um, the title track for their independent record. And when they got signed to EMI, um, I also did some solos on that record. And he said, do you want to go solo? And I said, I I said, this is beautiful to God be the glory. Sure. And uh, it was history from there. That's, that's, that, those were the stages. Even while I was in Sharon Riley and Faith Corral, um, I put together a girls group called Integrity. Right. And we did um, a bunch of Clark sisters song Like we killed Clark sisters. We love the Clark sisters. That's that's the other thing. We know all about y'all in the States, all the big artists. We listen to all of you and we sing all of their music. So we were killing the Clark sisters. And that's when um, I really decided to go professional. I got myself a a manager who was also managing, managing uh, Faith Corral and a very good friend of mine. And, uh, it's history from there. Wow, wow, mm-hmm. and, and full circle. So mm-hmm. I was listening to your music and you have such a distinct sound. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're, you have a beautiful voice, obviously, but mm-hmm. you, you don't sound like anyone. Who mm-hmm. are your musical influences, whether gospel or non-gospel? Right, so influences, I always give this disclaimer, even though they're influences, like you said, I don't believe I sound like anybody else. And I believe that people should just be who they are. But I do have people that I definitely listen to regularly. I love me some Kim Burrell. She knows I love her too. I met her and I tell her all the time, I love you. Uh, Kim Burrell, I love Karen Clark, I mean the Clark sisters, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, when it comes to outside, Whitney Houston, for sure. Um, love me some Janet. Uh, Janet Jackson. Um, who, LaShawn Pace. God yeah. damn, love her. Because we did a lot of, with Gospel Soul Sisters, we did a, did a lot of Pace Sisters songs. Um, who else? Vanessa Bell Armstrong. 
You're reaching back. You're reaching back. Yeah. But you can hear those beautiful influences. Um, what I want to know in your music writing and as you you created your mm -hmm. albums and, and you have your your latest single out, A Great God, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, what's your what's your process in creating? Jeez, that's a good question. You know what? It's taken me a minute to really embrace the term or title songwriter. Because mm. it really, Why is that? Because I don't, it took me a while to say, Londa, you're a songwriter. I just didn't see myself as one mm. um, because I look at people that just write, 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 write. It, and when you ask, like, they just, when I think about Jay Moss, when he talked about how he wrote his first album, I don't know if you know that story. He's He's been interviewed about that when he first wrote it. He literally just sang all the songs in the studio one time. And it, the songs just came to him. I'm like, these are songwriters. We look at Donald Lawrence. These are songwriters, Richard Smallwood, songwriters. And my process is that I literally have to set aside time. I have mm -hmm. to say, Lord, okay, I'm ready to write a song. Please give me something. I'm not one of those that can just write, 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 write. Um, to do that, I'm coming up with garbage. Literally, like, and 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 I had the mindset that as a songwriter, um, you know, you come up with some good stuff. Like for me, it took a while. It took a while. Like I don't. It it may be ten songs in, and then I'll find one that I actually like, and mm -hmm. I'll use it. Like great God, but for others it isn't. So that's why it took me a while to embrace it until people said, Londa, you can write. And you just need to stick to the process and believe in yourself, be confident in it, and the Lord will give you what it is that you need to say. So I'm 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 still in the process of accepting it, but I'm I'm getting there. <laughs> I think that's really great to say, and I appreciate your transparency because I speak with a lot of artists and up-and-coming artists, and one thing um, seems to be a common theme is is um, having belief in yourself, accepting your gift, accepting mm -hmm. as a singer, as a songwriter. I find a lot of times uh, um, people are humble, which there's nothing wrong with, with being humble, but if you've been signed to a label, if you have awards, if you have you have the the evidence to show of your work, that's something to be proud of. And and I find a lot of artists shun away from that as if it's something bad to express what they've done. Do do you have you found that for yourself as an artist? Like, do, were, was there a time where where you felt you know it was not good to brag about what you've done or what what you're doing? You know what it is, uh, and I totally hear what you're saying. Um, you asked some good questions, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes, you're doing very well. Um, you know what it is? It's that there is such a fine line between, you know, remaining humble and and not exalting yourself. It's so easy to cross that fine line that I believe for those of us that, you know, as you say, would shy away from it, we're just very careful not to cross that line. Mm -hmm. And um, it, I would rather, it's better, better you say it than me. That's the way that I see it. Better gotcha. you say it than me. And, and I just don't want to, because I've seen when people 
cross the line and they think that you know what they're saying there's nothing wrong with it but the but the more they they start to talk about what they've done and exalt themselves it then becomes arrogance and i feel like when you get to that that point it's hard to pull back it, it not that it can't happen but it gets a little bit difficult okay. and so i'd rather just stay on the other side where I'll just I'll just stay humble and you know sure I'll it'll be mentioned but to to say I'm going to talk about it and I'm gonna you know I'm gonna be the one to talk about it and stuff it, I'm just careful I'm just really careful with it it's better somebody else talk about it and I'll I'll receive and I'll I'll embrace and say yes that's so but that's about it and make sure that God gets the glory from it. Mm, mm, mm. That that's really good. That's really good. So I I want to go to your career. You were signed to EMI now Motown now Motown Gospel. Yeah. Um, you've had these great successful albums. Mm -hmm. Um, and and from what I'm seeing, it just kind of seems like you. I don't want to say disappeared, but we. It's, it's like we. It's like we didn't hear from you. It's like where where'd she go? What what happened? So I I and you can tell the story. You you. What happened? Okay, so during that time, back when I was signed to EMI, everybody was dropping everybody if you weren't Kirk Franklin, if you weren't Mary Mary, and selling, you know, how many thousands of records you need to sell. Mm. Um, it was supposed to be, back then, a lot of record labels um, were saying that they were about developing artists, but at the end of the day, at the same time, they still want their money. So when you are not recouping what they need or selling the amount of albums that they need for you to sell, everybody was getting dropped. Just, I mean, it didn't matter who it was. Big artists were getting dropped because, I mean, Karen Clark has been on so many different labels, right? Um, other artists, Darwin Hobbs was on my label at the time. Um, he had got dropped. Uh, who else? I forget his name, um, Mr. Campbell. Oh, I can't remember the first name. Starts with an L. But he got dropped. Um, the choir, my choir too, Sharon Riley and Faith Crowd, they got dropped. So many artists got dropped. Kim Burrell at one time was on a label that got dropped. So um, that's what happened there. And then when you become, when you get dropped, it's hard to get picked up again. Especially like what we talked about before as a Canadian. So... Yeah. That, that was my issue. And I didn't know really if I wanted to be signed to a label again because of what had happened. Because it does take time to recoup. And there does need to be a time of development if you're not a known artist. You know what I'm saying? But record labels are not always that patient because of the business side. And so... I stuck to just be doing my indie stuff, traveling when I needed to travel. Plus I got married. I got okay. married. I had got two boys. Uh, right now they're 13 and 10. And so, and I also got divorced, got divorced in 2014. So a lot happened in my life. There was a lot of um, transitioning. I was getting more involved in my church as well. Um, that was taking off at the time because when I was signed to EMI, I just, started going to a new church, which is now Rhema Christian Ministries. They were just starting up. Um, so I really got involved in, you know, helping to build the church as well. And uh, that was pretty much 
that's pretty much what happened. Family life took over. Um, and then just trying to still do what I had to do as a Canadian artist, it became very hard. It's hard as an indie artist because um, to make new albums, it's a lot of money. Yeah. Especially if yeah. you want it to be quality. I can't be doing an album like Love Letters and be, that's the bar. I can't do anything below that. And so to set, to do another album at that level takes a whole lot of money. That's my Jamaican coming out, whole lot of money. And it takes a lot of selling, it takes a lot of work, it takes a lot of promo, and all of that costs money. To play music on the radio in Canada, nobody's gonna charge you for it. To play music in the States, everybody's gonna charge you for it. Okay, let's talk about that because that just the whole, everything that you just said, that was a whole lot that we need to unpack. One. <laughs> You know, I always tell people for, for the one artist that you see that makes it or mm -hmm. that's out there, there's 10 artists that, that didn't make it. Like, and that's just the business. That's the of truth. It. Yeah. And when you talk numbers and you talk business, um, one, what I want to know is, did you want to quit? You, you got dropped, you got married, you got divorced. Was there a time that you can remember where you said, you know what, I'm done with this. This is too much. And I'm just going to walk away from this. I never said that I would walk away. However, I did say I need to put this down right now. Okay. I did feel like that. Um, but I never thought, you know, I'm done with this. And I understand why artists feel that way, definitely, because it's hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really hard um, pushing and promoting. And even now with, uh, you know, the pandemic and doing everything on social media, lot. It's very <laughs> difficult, especially when you don't have a team. And I want—I always wondered with Americans, like these teams that y'all have, are you paying everybody on these teams? Like all, all the staff and stuff, are they getting paid? And if they aren't getting paid, those are some really loyal, good friends that y'all have because our people aren't doing it. We're not doing, at least I don't know of anybody that's doing it to have, you know, a, a whole marketing team, you know, to be pushing out social media posts day and nights for you and all that stuff and not getting paid. Like, I just, yeah. that's my question. Like, what do y'all do? You know what it is? And, and I can be honest with you. I mm -hmm. think people look at the big payoff, mm -hmm. okay. you know? You know, it, it's it's one of those things where there's the front end pay and the back end pay. Right. And right. the back end pay is bigger than yes. the front end pay. So it's like, I'll do this for free knowing that at some point you're going to get a big check and I'm going to be a part of that big check. With that being said, not knowing that if you get signed to a label, right. that that money that you got in the contract is really for all, it's a loan. It's yes. a loan and yes. they want it back. So. Yes. The money. A lot of times, these these celebrities and these stars that we see, right. they're not actually as rich as we think they are. Right. They just have this big loan of money. So, and then it's 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 one of those things where they say fake it till you make it. Right. You know. And right. I think that's the. If, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's the difference between the Canadian and, and no, the American. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. we're not willing to do that. But at the same time, the mindset where you know you mentioned, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm believing for the back end. 
that something will come through. You know what I'm saying? That takes loyalty. That takes um, good uh, camaraderie and uh, um, friendship to say that, you know, I trust you and I will work with you until. And mm. I believe in that though. I believe in that depending on who your team is and if, you know, they believe that they can trust in you, whoever you are. You know what I'm saying? I believe in that. I think that that's good because we do that with church. Yeah. Oh, that's good. You wow, know, that's good. we do that with church. If we're building together a church and a new church is starting out, you're believing that something is going to come out of this at some point. That's how we plant seeds and plant churches here and plant churches there and so on. So why not do that with, a, you know, an artist or a minister to help them out and then, you know, be blessed on the back end? We, I, I'm, that's good to know that you guys do that. We don't. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a shame. Yeah, it's an it's a interesting dynamic. Here's yeah. what I want to do. Um, I want to take a quick commercial break. And, and when we come back, we'll talk about you as an indie artist. So y'all stay tuned, grab a drink, uh, grab your crackers, grab your sandwich, and we will be right back. your business look no further hit me up at the dw experience 702 at gmail.com or just dm me we're waiting on you Here we go. I'm still learning, y'all. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you. Listen, y'all. Um, I yes, my cash app is up there. This is blessing you. You want to sow a seed. I need equipment. I got stuff I gotta get. And um, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. So now you are an indie artist. Um, first I want to ask you, where do you see gospel music going? Um, in, in the Canadian and and in in in, in America? Like what what do you see the state of gospel music becoming? Hmm. You know, I always wonder why people ask that question. Like what where where else could it go? Like what what is it how much like what what does that question really mean in mm. terms of what? Well, I mean, so much has changed. I, I think um, looking at gospel, it's definitely, well, in, in, in America, at least, um, mm -hmm. you see a lot of gospel artists crossing over into mainstream. Um, Kurt Franklin, Yolanda Adams, um, even Kimberrell, you, you see um, 
you know, from my experience growing up, the traditional gospel music has definitely changed. It's definitely become um, more worldly. Like, do, do you even see a change in gospel music or does it remain the same to you? I think the biggest change was when Kirk Franklin crossed over. Mm -hmm. I think that was the biggest change. And since he crossed over and the, you know, the BB and CC um, era when they crossed over and so on, I personally haven't seen, excuse me, uh, a huge change since them, like monumental change, like what they did. Mm -hmm. um, what I do see happening though, is that gospel is becoming more global. I do see that happening. Africa is on the rise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it comes to gospel music, they are being exposed even more. And it's like everybody is gravitating to them. Uh, everybody wants an African song on their album now or wants, an Afri wants to collaborate with an African artist, which is awesome. I think that's wonderful. And um, I think that that should happen more because there is so much music out there. And I think that... Um, this is not to condemn America at all, but I think sometimes they think they are it and that's it. <laughs> that's you took the words right, right out of my mouth. I, I was going to ask about that. Yeah. Um, why, why do you think um, America feels like we have this um, hold on gospel or we're the only ones that But it's gospel? not only on gospel. I mean, Trump said it. <laughs> right? We're the most powerful nation. That's just, that's just the mindset. Um, mm -hmm. And it may be true to some extent, you know, where, where I've, I've always said, especially when it comes to entertainment and probably a lot of things outside of that, that I, I always laugh to myself and say that when God was looking around to bless a country, he just said, America, here you go. And gave y'all everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, he's there's he's blessed other countries too. And it may not sound the same. It may not look the same, but heaven isn't going to look like America. Say that again. <laughs> Say that again. Okay. You just came on my show to preach, didn't you? Heaven is not going to look like America. Okay. It's going to be very diverse because God came to save the world, wow. not only America, right? So there is so many, there are so many other cultures and so many other races that, that have the gospel and, and we just need to be exposed to it. And I believe you tell me where gospel is going. I believe that's going to happen. I Can we just pause for the cause for a moment right now? Because that was, listen, some of y'all think that heaven is going to look like you. It ain't going to look like you. Everybody ain't going to act like you. It's going to be some of everybody in heaven. Okay. You're going to be surprised who's in heaven. And, and some of y'all ain't going to make it to heaven because you got a bad attitude. I said it. Londa doesn't have to say it. I said it. Sorry. Ooh, I felt that in my soul. I felt that. I felt that. Okay. Okay. Let's move forward. Because some yeah. of y'all don't want to hear, but it's true. Some of you listening out there ain't going to make it because you got a bad attitude. I said it. Bad attitude. Smart not. 
as my grandma used to say, you vex my soul. Okay. That's it. <laughs> so who, 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 who are your dream collaborations? Who, who do you want to collaborate with? Jesus, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, there's, I have dream collaborations, but whether or not I would have the guts <laughs> to actually sing with them is another story. Because did I tell you that I love Kimbera? Did I tell you? Yes. That? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, <laughs> right. I love Kimbra. I would love to do a collaboration with her. Whether I'd actually have the nerves to do it is another story. Because she's going to do all her stuff, and then I'm just going to stand there. You know, anything <laughs> is possible. And let's just put it out there that you will have the guts to Amen. sing with Kimbra and that it will happen. Amen. And, you know, Amen. I would love to do a collaboration with Kiara Sheard. I love her. Mm. I would love to do a collaboration with Tasha. I love her anointing. Um, you know, I just, she's just powerful. At the end of the day, she's just yeah. powerful, period. It, it, you know, you'll know them by their fruits and their their efficaciousness, you know, the the efficacy of their of their ministry. Her ministry bears fruit. Doesn't matter what you want to say. People say little things here. They say other things there. The woman is anointed. She's powerful. And I would love to minister with her. Mm, that would um, be that would be delicious. <laughs> that, that would be delicious. Um, I want to ask you all, like you're, you're a worship leader also. Yes. What's the difference? Between, first of all, what is worship? What is worship? It's a function of the heart. It's not the music. It's not the music that you play. It's not the songs that we sing. It's a function of the heart. It, and then it's manifested outwardly. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's a lifestyle. We've, we've said that sometimes it sounds like a cliche, but it's not a cliche. Worship is a lifestyle. And so when I sing, I am singing what it is that I've lived. That's what I'm doing. And when it comes to being a worship leader, I can't take you anywhere that I haven't been. And worship leaders should know that the experience that they want to bring people into, they have to experience that on their own in their home in their car, on the bus, mm. as you're walking, wherever. That's an experience that you have while you're at home. And it starts there. And then as you go forward before the people to minister, you can bring them to the place where you've been and then have that encounter with the Lord. Um, a lot of times services are dead and dry. You feel nothing because you're trying to take me somewhere where you haven't been and you have no power. You have no authority. You haven't, you haven't done nothing. You haven't done nothing in the week, haven't spent no time with him. Does that mean that I always do that? No, because I'm human too and I jack up. Um, but for the most part, I understand that I have to spend some time with this person. I have yeah. to get to know this person, an intimate moment with him. Into me see. Mm. Into me see. Into me see. That's good. Right. That's really good. Is there a difference between a between worship and being a recording artist? Absolutely. A worship leader and a recording artist? Yeah. yeah. Yes. What, what's the difference? You know, because I, I you know, some people are great singers, yes. but not necessarily great worship leaders. 
And I believe by when you say singers, are you talking about artists? Because that's a different story, too. Teach me. Let's talk about that. Yeah, no, really, let's talk about that because yeah. a lot of people, you know, you hear a good singer and, you know, especially nowadays, oh, you should be on American Idol. You should be on The Voice. You need to be signed to a label. So what is the difference between an artist, a singer, and a worship leader? Okay, so first of all, singers, let's just talk about the States because y'all are blessed. Singers are a dime a dozen in the States. Facts. <laughs> Facts. That's facts. There's janitors that can sing circles around you. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So um, there's singers all over the place. Doesn't mean that that is what your purpose is and that's what you're called to do. You know what I'm saying? So there's those people, singers, who, who can sing. Um, maybe they're supposed to be BGVs or whatever, doesn't mean that you're called to be on the platform of an artist. An artist, to me, has the whole package. Okay. And BGV is background vocalist for those who are listening out there. Yes, sorry. Background no, no, it's okay. for BGV. So, so the artist, artist has the whole package. What do you whole mean when package, you say Whole package, they have the vibe, they have the presentation, they have, they have that it factor. Mm-hmm. Um, they they can also sing. Um, they know how to they know how to present and execute. And even if they don't have all of that together right away, they can they they have the it factor where it can be actually be developed. You can see that this is somebody that's you know called to be an artist. Now, can artists and worship leaders be the same person? Absolutely, they can, but they know the differentiation. So the worship leader is specific. The worship leader um, is the one that leads people into worship at a given, you know, any given service, wherever they're assigned. And that is their job to bring them, bring the people into an encounter with God, into the holy place. There is a specific assignment on them to lead people into worship. The reason why it's also different between an artist Um, although two can be the same person, but sometimes it's not that way, is because worship leaders, there are worship leaders that can't really sing that great. Yeah, 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 yeah. But their assignment, when they take that mic, regardless of how their voice sounds, the anointing, that gift of leading worship and that mantle that they have of leading worship, they will bring everybody to their knees. That's good. That's really Bring good. Everybody to their knees. And so that's why there's a difference. Now, the artist, you, you know, that person, they, like I said, they have the whole package. They, they sing really well. They know how to connect with their audience. They know how to present. They know how to work the stage and blah, 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 all of that. But the worship leader's assignment. So even when it comes to worship leading, I'm not, you're not supposed to see me. You should see him. You should only see him. When it comes to the artists and and um, their ministry, even though we say I didn't come to entertain or whatever, there's a there's a element of entertainment there. There's I totally agree with you. A lot of people don't like that, but there's yeah, a level there of is. entertainment. There's a level of performance. There is, or else you wouldn't pay twenty five dollars to come. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, what? thank you. Let's just Ooh. come to charade. <laughs> That's good. That's good. There is a level of entertainment, and that's okay, 
right? Because that's what they're, they're I, I am ministering to you, but I am putting together a show. I am putting together a show. I am rehearsing. I am getting songs together. I'm putting together a set. And yeah. so there is an element there of entertainment for you. So when you're coming, don't act, don't get mad at me and, and say, you know, I'm performing or say we shouldn't say that. Yeah, there is, there is. But at the end of the day, my mandate is still to minister to the people. Very good. That's really good. That's really yeah. good. Okay, so I want to switch it up a little bit. I want to get a blind reaction. I'm going to play a video, and then we're going to play a little game called Truth or Sing, um, where I'm going to ask you a question. Um, you can choose to answer, or you can um, uh, sing a song as I give you the directions. I so. pray I answer every single question. <laughs> I, I, we're talking about worship and performance and ministry. Um, I saw this video, it's been floating around, and I wanna get your reaction to this video, okay? This is a praise and worship leader here in the States. I feel the rain, it's raining all over me. I'm moist, I'm moist. Call and response, I said I'm moist. I'm moist. Good God, I'm moist. Yes, I am. Rain all over me. I'm saturated. I'm saturated. I'm saturated. I'm saturated. I'm saturated. Yes, I am. I'm saturated. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm damp. I'm damp. He's not the worship leader. <laughs> no, is he doing a testimony or something? He was singing at a church. Yeah, right. he was singing. Right. He's yeah. not the worship leader though. No. No, not the worship leader. No. no. You can't because that looks like that's that that, that didn't look like a storefront <laughs> church. Okay. <laughs> that didn't look like a storefront church. So you you cannot have a church that looks that nice and tell me that that's your worship leader. No. <laughs> no. What'd that's you think of the song, Moist for Jesus? That's what was the... <laughs> Come on, do better. Woo, do better, sir. And that, that, that video, do better, sir. That video has gone viral. Okay. I know. I actually just didn't click on it because I said I don't have the time to watch it, but I did see. Yeah. Okay. Let's go into truth or saying. Um, first one, let's go here. Um, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Or you can sing a song with the word love in it. Love, a word that comes and goes. But few people really know what it means to really love somebody oh love though your tears may fade away i'm so glad your love will stay cause i love you and you've shown me hey Oh, what it really means to love. It's the tone for me. 
It's the tone for me, y'all. Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Help me, Jesus. All right. You mentioned earlier that you have children. I do. Who's your favorite child? Or sing the alphabet song, The Gospel Way. I don't have a favorite child. That's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to get me in trouble. And I am not singing the alphabet song. Oh, God, that just made me weak. Wow, that is hilarious. Okay, she's not singing the alphabet song. No. (laughs) You are too much. I love you. I love you, too. Okay, name an artist that that you had a terrible experience with or sing the Canadian National Anthem. Yeah, because I've never had a terrible experience. Oh, Canada, our home and native land, true patriot love in all our sons. They changed that, but I forget what it is. Command. With glowing hearts, we see thee rise, the true north strong and free. From far and wide, oh, Canada, we stand on guard for thee. God keep our land glorious and free. Oh, Canada, we stand on guard for thee. Oh, Canada, we stand on guard for thee. I'm not going to make it. I wasn't read like you can. I mean, I know you can sing, but you make me want to cuss. You can sing. It's the tone for me. And then you hit that bottom note. You hit the bottom note. Mm, I heard it. Oh, higher. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Oh, one more. Okay, let's see here. What what's the most embarrassing moment you've had as a singer or you can sing your favorite worship song? God help me. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Oh, my favorite or what's the most embarrassing? Yeah, I can't remember. Sing your favorite worship song. Go ahead. What's your favorite worship song? Ooh. Oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. It just, it just, my, oh, Lord. Oh, God. I just went, I just recorded the song yesterday. You know? 
any any worship song, whatever, whatever. What you know? What? Let me ask you this: mm-hmm. What is the song that got you through this pandemic and through twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one? I'm trying to remember. That's the song. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh God! Oh Jesus! Matter of fact, take your time because I gotta shake it off. You sang that song. Listen, listen. You sang that song. Yes, you, you did. Two seconds. I'm coming. Two right. seconds. Okay, go ahead. Listen. If don't nobody know O Canada and how great Canada is, you know it now. Okay. <laughs> then she, if you don't love on tonight, after that, because it's the tone for me. It's the tone for me. It's the tone for me. I can't. Can you hear her singing so clearly? <laughs> flatware. Flatware. <laughs> Nowhere. My with you. I can't. Oh, here it is. Okay. I love you, Lord. Mm. For your mercy never failed me. And all my days, I've been held in your hand. From the moment that I wake up until I lay my head, oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. Oh, and all my life you have been faithful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. Oh, yeah, all my life, all my life. Long you have been faithful, eh? oh, oh, all my life you have been so, so good, oh, oh, oh. with every breath and I am able, oh, I will sing of the goodness of God, hey, hey, I will sing of the goodness of God, I will sing of the goodness of God. Yes, Lord. Mm -hmm. Do you have perfect pitch? No, you know, people tell me that I do. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Cause you know, what I, here's what I love about you. I, first of all, I told you already, I love your spirit. Um, I love the fact that you don't feel, you know, a lot, you, you don't run. You yeah. just, you just sing. And a lot of artists feel pushed to have to be like Kim Burrell or be like Karen Clark and your tone and the way you sing. Listen, if I wasn't doing this show and, and some people know it out there, I, I, I'll be on this floor crying out to God because you, you move me to that. Your voice just absolutely does that. Where did that come from? <laughs> Where'd Where it come it? from? Do, do, does your mom and dad sing like that? Who sings like that? Do your kids sing? What, what is that? 
You just sing. I come from a musical family. My parents sang. Um, my brothers sing. Now my baby brother, he has per perfect pitch. That he that's that's a keyboard player, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He has perfect pitch. Um, and a lot of I got a lot of family all over that sing. I have family in the UK that sing. Family in the states that sing. We're just a musical family. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. Wow. Let me, what would you say to little Londa? Mm. What would I say about what? Just where you are now. What advice, yes, you back. know, and, and, and let me ask it also to, to the, um, to the young ladies, to the little girls who aspire to, to be like you, to be in the industry. What would you say? Mm. What advice would you give? Mm. Don't be so hard on yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. You're gonna be okay. And you are you are great the way that God made you. So when you say to me that, you know, you don't sound you don't try to be like anybody else, you just sing. Just sing. Just do what it is that God wants you to do. Whatever your gift is, use it to the full measure, whatever that looks like, and love it, embrace it because you are uniquely you. He has made you unique. You're not supposed to be like anybody else. You're not supposed to sound like anybody else. You're not supposed to look like anybody else. That's and good. That's who he has made you to be. That's good, wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, as we come to a close of this service <laughs> and I gather myself, um, what is the legacy that you want to leave? How do you want to be remembered when it's all said and done? Yes. God, you are so good. I got to get other artists on here with you. I was just about you give you giving my contact information. Yeah. It's a done deal because it's, yeah, you know, we going up. That's all I'm saying. Like episode 12. I yes. know y'all out there. And let me just pause right here. I yes. know y'all listening. I know some of y'all out there listening and not liking and sharing. I see you. I see you. But let me just tell you that we are going on and up. The DW experience is Go going up. something. Go up. We're going on up. I'm just, you I just want to thank you. Yeah, thank no, you. To God, to God be the glory. I just yes. want to say. Okay. Questions. How do you want to be remembered? What is the legacy? Listen, that I loved hard and that I gave God everything that I had. And I love the people of God. You know, whether, whether, um, believers or non-believers, I gave, I love them all, love them all. Um, you know, sometimes as ministers of the gospel, you know, we're so used to our people and we forget to love on those on the outside, but to be like Christ means to love them all, mm. love them all, remember them all, minister to them all, encourage them all and believe God to deliver them all. That's good. And to win them all. And I That's want good. I want to be remembered for that. I want them to, I want to be remembered for that. I want to be remembered to be somebody that every time I open my mouth, the same things that you said you felt when I was ministering, that everybody could say the same thing. I should never open my mouth and you don't feel something, then something's wrong. Talk about it. That's something's good. Wrong. That's some that's that's good for for people who are worship leaders out there, yes. people who are ministering in church. I, I yes. sing in the choir at my church, shout out to Mountaintop. But I, a lot of people know me and I always say, 
if I'm not feeling it, I can't do it. Yeah. If I'm not in, if I'm not in the right headspace, if I'm mm -hmm. not in a good mood, mm -hmm. I can't be fake. That's mm -hmm. the one thing I've learned. I cannot be fake, mm -hmm. and that's so good for you to say that because a lot of people are so caught up in the title, mm -hmm. caught up in the position, mm -hmm. and and forgetting about the the ministry. That's right. That's right. That's good. Wow. It was such a pleasure meeting you and having you on the show. Let me tell you, you are family to Anointed Radio Network. Shout out to Pastor Jay for setting up this interview um, and for giving me this platform. Anytime, anytime you let your artists know, I want to get those. This is God letting me know. We got to get those Canadian artists out here so we can expose them, make it happen. And you are welcome back anytime. Listen, anytime, anytime, anytime you want to call me, you call me too. Anytime. Me, listen, me going to call you. Me going to call you. <laughs> you know what? When you bring those other artists on, bring me on. Absolutely. Yeah. And Absolutely. we can all, so that we can all talk and that um, they can feel comfortable and so on. I wouldn't mind that either, but they would love it, honestly. Absolutely. And well, you're thank so good. You'll do a great job with them. I'm looking forward to it and coming from you as a professional, as an artist and, and as a minister, that means a lot to you, a lot to me, you saying that. So yeah. thank you very much. And it was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, y'all. That is the DW experience. Thank you all for tuning in. Tune in next week. My special guest is Kiss. Um, I just want to encourage y'all out there. Listen, um, whatever you're going through, whatever you're facing right now. Um, I've been telling this story this week, but I had a pepper plant in, in, in the front of my house that I thought was dying and it wasn't showing any fruit. And I, my brother saw it and he said, your plant looks like it's dying. I said, I know it is. And I watered it. And two days later, there was lots of peppers coming out of that plant. My point is, whatever the situation that you're facing, it may not look good. It may not feel good. But don't give up and don't give up hope because just around the corner, the fruit is coming. The blessing is coming. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I'm going to play this commercial from my brother, Marquevious. Listen, if you're in the Las Vegas area, you want to take vocal lessons, you have kids that want to get into music, hit up this brother and I will see y'all next week. Peace. Have you always wanted to learn to play an instrument, write a song or work with a vocal coach? Melodic Minds Music Academy is more than your average studio for beginner and professional music lessons. Here at Melodic Minds, we strive to use music as a vessel to build self-confidence, respect, and discipline to help our students accomplish their goals and dreams. For several years, Melodic Minds has created a culture that fosters artistic creativity. We teach aspiring musicians songwriters, performers, and singers of all ages and learning capacities. Visit us at www.MelodicMindsMusicAcademy.com. Click, enroll, and start perfecting your craft today.